Hello, hello. You're listening to the Yoga Teacher's Helper, episode 7, Fresh Yoga Teacher, how to find your teaching style. How to find your perfect yoga method style. We would like to start the episode with a little personal story. Nadezhda, how did you develop your own style and how would you describe it uh, the way it is right now? I would say I was impressed from my first yoga teacher. He comes from the um, martial arts and he was using also the feeling of like from Qigong, the feeling of energy and how the energy goes from through your body. And maybe I think I have, of course, uh, the feeling of it also. So just I had the sensations and I liked that this helps me to feel more connected to my body when I take this feeling of energy and make it more strong. So that was maybe the start. Mostly I'm not telling about this directly so I'm not telling feel the energy I could but I know that not all people feel it and sometimes you just imagine but I try to set up the class in the way that you instantly uh, start to to feel the movements in your body of I don't know something warmness or some f- like flow really that you can uh, say it as a flow and um, from the beginning why I started to practice yoga I wanted to work on my mind and to develop my brain as well and to also work on the presence, being present uh, in this uh, moments so on mindfulness. So this was very important for me. And uh, you always, it was in my teaching style inside. Um, also now uh, for this, I use breathing techniques because they are really connected uh, chemical changes in the bodies that um, um, changes your perception so to say or uh, influence your nervous system so that's the direct way to work with this i i use uh, breathing exercises i use small meditation um, parts and just to make more strong the feeling of the class so that works on your mind and i'm very physical person i really like workout as well so that was always the part of my yoga practice that you will uh, surely feel you will you were doing something something with your body but never never too much right on the level and how I develop my style, this we will speak further. I would just tell more about this in the further. Okay, so Nadezhda is going to weave some of her personal story, how she developed her style, as we go and make suggestions how you could do this. And now I would like to just mention a couple of things about my own yoga style um, and how I developed it. So... First of all, I would say that I don't have a specific style. Um, I'm this kind of person who is very flexible. I have a gift from nature to read people and um, to understand where they are and what they need. And for this reason, I like to work with the situations and experience and where the consciousness is in that room and space, as opposed to impose a certain rule or structure about how I want things to be like I, I just became so flexible that for me I mean I could teach in any environment I could teach any kind of group of people I could uh, really change up the rules I don't have the structure anymore I, I used to but um, it, it's just that kind of person you know um, very um, empty I guess I, I like to be empty for to create possibilities for for other people to 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 feel the fullness i guess this mm-hmm. this is how i would describe my style yeah yeah it's wonderful <laughs> and how <laughs> to, i developed it <laughs> um well i i noticed i had some kind of a, a gift um for a long time since i was a child and i was struggling with it very much 
and I didn't know how to deal with it. And um, it, it, it took a lot of time to first come to terms with it and to understand what it is, because first you think something is weird with you. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think as you become more self-aware and you touch your, your, your core, when you really touch the truth of who you are and you do it a couple of times throughout your life, then uh, things become more clear and then you kind of naturally develop um, like a road and, and you are on it. <laughs> and it continues, you, you, it never you, stops. You mean the gift of uh, also giving something to the people, like teaching or what the kind of gift or creating this void space that the people can have their experiences? I think maybe the gift is something that you were born with and you can definitely develop initial gifts. So just like a musician has like a perfect pitch, for instance, it's a natural gift and they can develop it or they can use it in their professional music career. And, um, you know, Uh, there is such thing as, for instance, the in the perfume industry, you can develop your nose. Like you can really smell uh, very well different textures and different um, underlying aromas of something. Like depending on what you do, you actually um, have like an initial gift, but you also expand on it through practice. So it's definitely both. Yeah, it's a, it's it's experience, gaining experience and building on 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 your um, gift at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yoga method is of course a brand and or equals brand and uh, that can be already an old brand like Hatha Yoga or Hatha yeah, like yoga. A traditional. <laughs> traditional. And, and there are many different brands of Hatha Yoga like you have the Satyananda, you have the Shivananda. You But they came the only like 100, 100 <laughs> or 200 years ago like 100. I mean the, Well Hatha Yoga is not a brand. Hatha Yoga is uh, one of the, um, the actually, yoga what it was. ways. Yeah. yeah there is the back there is the Hatha, there is the Raja and there is the Jnana. Those are the four big uh, systems of yoga, like where the emphasis is. And Hatha yoga is the physical emphasis. Um, Yeah, and um, so I, I just said like a method, you can also find Hatha Yoga written down and it's mostly the old way of practicing it, mm -hmm. but not always. Mm -hmm. So Hatha Yoga is the most difficult style um, because you can interpret it as you like. But yeah. now, yeah, we have Ashtanga Vinyasa Yoga, we have Ayanga Yoga, Yin Yoga and Hot Yoga and uh, so on. This is the methods that are fresh, uh, then you, but they're really well known. And actually, if you develop your own, method it's also your own brand that's what we wanted to say and also um, the brands they come and go and uh, sometimes they really do <laughs> and it's the fashion because you know um, what happens very often is that there is a very strong popular yoga method while the, the main teacher the guru is alive and when the person passes away if there was not a good replacement the method can die as well Of a style and some styles for instance that were developed in us because us of course is a cradle of many yoga styles because it's a it's a big industry and and having your own yoga style is a good business <laughs> um so when you when when you have like a popular yoga style in america for instance there is like the, the main teacher who's associated with it and then maybe like the main teacher gets in trouble like some kind of scandal or something and then suddenly the method is not popular anymore 
Yeah, so we're going on the um, how to create your own teaching style. And I would say it's um, in this case, it's a normal thing as everything when you start to do something and you learn it and you want to create something, first you structure uh, what you want to do, you uh, structure what you already have or what you want to get. And in this case also, just start to structure your yoga class. Think about what you really want to give to people, what you want they experience in the class, and what you want to teach them over the time and maybe each class and um, out of these decisions you can easily see what elements uh, you should integrate in your class and then it would be like this that some elements are always there because it's the main things you want to give to the people mm -hmm. and some elements would come from time to time depending on the topic uh, of the class or the circumstances. From my experience I, my first uh, half of the year, I don't remember exactly but about this, mm -hmm. I was writing um, structure of my every class, just thinking what I want to teach. Also um, for me it was very important um, to give um, like to show the difference between yoga and sport to the people. And this difference for me is like basically uh, that uh, your awareness, your attention is directed not outside, but inside. So you are um, feeling and experiencing your body and your mind. And um, I wanted to create something to help people to feel their own bodies as fast as possible. Like, I don't know how it happens by myself if I was always like this, like feeling my body, but I also danced a lot and then I practiced yoga and I had a very good uh, feeling of my own body. And then I noticed that other people don't really, not always can yeah, feel where their legs mm -hmm. <laughs> and arms and generally holding their attention on the body. So it's something they have to learn. And this is what I wanted to give at the first, working with your attention and feeling your body. This was my my main thing at the beginning and of course as Nastasia already said with the time you don't need to make a, um, your structures for the class every time you are becoming more free because this style that you developed that comes into you it becomes you yourself and it starts to flow out of yourself without that you really have to think really yeah, too much what, what to do and what's my style. So we also speaking uh, were speaking about um, there are like different types of people and generally you can uh, divide between introvert and extrovert and like we thought Anastasia and me we are more introvert and our way of developing something not only yoga style is really uh, going inside thinking reading books yeah feeling, feeling working with um, yeah with ourselves selves and creating out of this. But also the other way, it's more extrovertal way, is to find someone who really admire, yeah, who really like some yoga method that is already there and just uh, dive into it and really learn and uh, learn it from inside. Try to make it your own, that this style starts to flow out of yourself, that you can be a good provider. And it's also a very good way because this yoga style is already existent. Uh, existing it's uh, already maybe well known <laughs> so it will be more easy for you just um, like to promote yourself as a yoga teacher because you can directly say what you're doing and not having these troubles as me to say okay what kind of yoga 
I'm teaching. Yes, for sure. So definitely speaking about the yoga method being a brand, there are more popular brands out there. And basically what it does is that it helps you to get maybe more opportunities teaching yoga if the brand is popular, if it's like in the fashion these days, you know. But it definitely sometimes creates problems because um, when the brand is too powerful then you kind of like lose yourself in it mm -hmm. so it's everything comes with um, um positive and negative like when the brand is really specific about like what is the structure of your class then that's what it is and and you cannot change things around because this is the structure that is required so to say um so when you really are working with a specific method uh, or brand sometimes you you need to be complying with very specific rules <laughs> it's, i also think it's uh, depending on personality some people deals with this uh, some people deal with this very well mm -hmm. and they really yeah. like it. there are there are structures that yeah, there are rules exactly. and that you can do something wrong so to say yeah. but not only this but it's really different styles of persons and some people are like the experimenting or feeling like how it's now and you can't say something is better or worse than yeah. just different and exactly i mean if you like really really big on a specific method you have to be almost it has to be like almost your religion and some people really l like to have like very structured rule-based life existence and other people like no i don't want someone to come and tell me how i'm supposed to do these things like some other people are more freedom lovers mm. more rebellious i'm definitely more of the second <laughs> <laughs> but also if you are uh, teaching uh, ashtanga vinyasa yoga so there is a structure um there and they're also sequencing yes. sequencing and al already also some rules how you do this so mostly you're going um, you're not uh, exercising with your um, students together you're just going and um, th mm -hmm. seeing what they do is my sort of style still you can work on your teaching style also there there are a lot of uh, things like we will speak a bit later about this so what i wanted to say that even if you are teaching some um method that is very uh, structured um, there is some style that uh, you will develop and that will make you different from the other people mm -hmm. and yeah the way how you explain the way how you speak the way how you do this just your presence your energy um, this you can always have an impact on and change yeah and this is why it's kind of misleading to judge teachers by their methods you should always um judge the teacher by how they teach and not the method in which they teach because it's true so many people just teach so differently even though there is like a certain structure or rule um, there are just other um, elements in play that could affect your experience exactly. of having a yoga practice with that person yeah and um, maybe the third way is the, a bit to mix you take like what i'm doing i'm do, i'm taking some um, parts of the yoga methods i, I like but then they transform Of course, yeah, you can't just think something out. You transform it and then maybe some things come from you, something comes from what you saw from outside and this creates your own style. Mm -hmm. So inspiration, uh, definitely go to yoga um, workshops, yoga events, other teachers teaching yoga or go to non-yoga related workshops and trainings. 
It really depends on your own skills, your background, your interests, your hobbies. So everything around body-mind systems, where you try to find the connection between the body and the mind and the spirit, uh, everything around mindfulness, uh, the moving arts, like martial arts, um, all kinds of different therapeutic arts, um, alternative ways of healing people. Like you can combine, you know, the healing touch with uh, adjustments like Reiki or whatever. Uh, if you're coming from the background of an art, you can always uh, mix in some art in your in your yoga. Um, if you're coming from the background of theater, maybe you'll have some improvisation <laughs> uh, as a part of, of the experience of, of yoga. Um, so you can, you can be very creative. You can say, okay, Okay, it's it's not just that you know vinyasa flow because in 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 the modern world there are just so many of these vinyasa flow classes or just hatha yoga classes that you have to be a little more inventive and a little more special you need to differentiate yourself from others uh, and the way you do it authentically is to um, reflect on who you are and what your interests are and where you are yourself at at the moment in terms of your state of consciousness. Yeah, and what are your gifts to the beginning? Yeah, <laughs> what exactly. are your gifts? Yeah, some, and what are your gifts to the world? And what are your gifts to the world? Um, like from my experience also, I, 2008 I started my Tibetan Buddhism studies and just uh, the ideas of this um, spiritual way um, I can transform it in 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 my um, yoga class mm -hmm. that it's not of course not the movement but it's kind of this um, intention mm -hmm. um, just yeah my understanding why I'm doing this and it's um, like values and it's philosophy values, philosophy yeah. so what we want to say that you should really use all your experience or your life is nothing uh, nothing is just for fun i wanted to say just <laughs> just um there that you you can integrate everything uh, you experience and that makes something good for you and um bring it in the class for sure and i would add to that that um traditionally there is this understanding that yoga is about um creating um a, a marriage between the shiva and the shakti energies this creative life force that finds uh, itself in a certain um aspect i mean a certain energetic center and needs to be led to a different energetic center and then as a result something happens to your being you know you can call it many different ways you can call it like um, satori you can call it kundalini rising you can you can say whatever you got enlightened or you were touched or you had that life-changing experience so um there is a, a like a connection of um, the two polarities dualities of your being you can say like your right and left hemisphere um and um the idea is to create the like a, a strong bond between these two polarities and then you can become whole you can truly be whole and you can truly be liberated i know it may mm. sound a little weird <laughs> at this point for you like what is she talking about but um when when you experience that wholeness then it's very natural that everything that you do and that you are will be reflected in your yoga practice and your yoga teachings and the way you relate to the world it's normal yeah, yeah now you described really how to live <laughs> integrate everything like it's whole in your teaching style everything is um 
important. So it's not only the sequences, not only the exercises you are doing, but it's also the way how you speak, your voice, uh, the hand gestures, or maybe mudras if you use them. Also, that's the way how you create space around you. So even something around your yoga mat, you maybe you can bring something there or you made it uh, free. There is no extra uh, stuff, no candles. Very important, I think, is music, if you use the music, because it affects a lot the people, your students, and of course, it affects your way of teaching. For example, when I'm doing a yoga class for the beginners, I always choose some more gentle, more slow music, because me personally, I like to practice very strong. And then <laughs> if I put this music, then it would be difficult for the students. So really, I use it um, for their minds that they can uh, be more quiet, but also for myself, because my practice will be more quiet. And if I know that's an advanced class, then also sometimes this music is more energetic, because I want to have an energetic class. Basically, what you're saying is that how you teach and in what kind of space and what are the rules around the class reflects your own state of mind. And it also reflects the state of mind that you would like to foster in the people that come to your class. And um, usually there is a pattern to it, but sometimes it's flexible, you know, because you had a hectic day or whatever, your, your class could be a little more dynamic and a little more chaotic. And it's also fine because you are a, a living, normal human being. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you sh we should all strive as yoga teachers to, you know, be a, like ideal better versions of ourselves so that we can lead by example. But it's also about authenticity and showing your vulnerability and just being open and honest and upfront about who you are. And now we will tell you some very interesting part of having your own yoga style. And this is that uh, when you have your, you would say, voice, yeah, your uh, style, then the people um, will automatically be attracted to you that um, really needs this style. Yeah, that resonate on this level of consciousness. Yeah, that's very amazing to see. And it's also inspiring that you're not thinking that uh, nobody will do this, but really by creating, you don't have to think a lot. I mean, of course, you think about other people, but by creating your style, if you express yourself and bring your own values and do it out of your heart, really very openly, then also people will come and uh, you will find very interesting people. Mm, it's true. And now that I was <laughs> kind of like drifting in thoughts and, and I was reflecting on what I said about like being very flexible, I understand that I do have like one defining element to my teaching style, which is clarity. For me, it's very important to have clarity uh, of who I am, clarity of who my teacher, uh, teacher is, clarity of who my student is, clarity of what space I'm in, um, so that uh, there is a perfect reflection on the present moment, what it needs, and so I try to deliver based on that. But clarity is like really important. And I think Nadia is also, uh, as a Buddhist, um, um, really big on clarity. <laughs> yeah. I like really the wholeness that mm -hmm. uh, from one side, that after the class you feel your whole body, that everything were kind of touched, mm -hmm. but also your mind is exactly mm -hmm. that fresh and relaxed at the body mm -hmm. and yeah clarity that you can feel 
the space <laughs> between that you create your own space. And awareness, of course. I mean, the, all of these practices, they're just there to create more awareness of yourself, of how you are and how you are in this world so that you can be more freed up from the things that constrict you and limit your true human potential. So now we're going to go into a very interesting topic of, you know, like what, how to create your own popular style, like almost like your own brand or franchise. Of course, you can always be like um, your own brand, your own style as a freelance yoga teacher, or you can take it a step further and you can say, okay, so now I think I'm... Um, I'm ready to teach it to others or even better. <laughs> this, this is how it should be really. When people start coming to you and saying, I really like the style or the method in which you teach. And I would like, I'm a yoga teacher myself, or I would like to become a yoga teacher. And I could see myself teaching only in this style. Mm -hmm. So could you please teach me how you do it? What are the elements that you use? What are the tools? How do you structure? And, and once you have like a couple of people who approach you like that, then maybe it's the time to create your own yoga method. Uh, and usually to do that, you, you need to have mm, your own yoga space. You need to have like a certain number of um, teaching, um, teacher training hours. Like you need to have a minimum of 500 hours mm -hmm. to teach others if you want to give them certificates afterwards. I think also two hour, 200 is enough if you will only teach 200. But you mm -hmm. have to have kind of two years of experience and mm -hmm. um, special oh. amount of hours. Mm -hmm. If you speak about yoga lines, yeah. Very interesting. And then, like, if you want more and more people to get exposed to it and you feel like, you know, it's not enough that people just come to your yoga space, your yoga studio, or your room or whatever, then maybe it's time to take it out to events, like to workshops, to yoga festivals, to events where people can come in touch with this specific style, with the specific method that you developed. And then... Um, um, as you train a lot of teachers in your method and they go to different places to spread it, you know, like maybe teach it in some spaces or teach it in their own yoga studios, then they invite you to come mm. and give uh, like master classes and advanced uh, workshops as their core teacher, as, as their, I don't want to say guru, but as, as a master of that method. Okay, so we've prepared three questions for you for the learning takeout. The first question we spoke at the beginning a lot. What is that you want to teach to others? So what do you really want to give to the people? What do you want they take with them? What, what should happen to them in your yoga class or by visiting your yoga class over the time? The second question is, decide for yourself, would you like to teach in an established method or in your own? Uh, the third one is, what aspect, what elements in my yoga classes belong to my own teaching style? So think about of what you already have and maybe uh, you will find some patterns and you will see, wow, I already have my teaching style. I already have something and that I want to work on and maybe I can make it more strong, how I can make it stronger. We are very uh, interested to listen to your answers. Please feel free to write on our Instagram, on Facebook, on our website, or just write an email with your answers, with your shares. Uh, we will be very grateful for this. Our next episode, episode number eight, is going to be dedicated to the topic of fresh yoga teacher or experienced <laughs> <laughs> sequencing structure of the class.
Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.